The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Rabbi Spiro writes, in touch by a prayer, a story of an Iranian woman when the Shah was overthrown in Iran. It became a very dangerous place for the 10,000 Jews that were living there at the time. And many of them had to escape. And this one woman and her four kids and husband were getting ready. They realized they had to escape as well. Unfortunately, before they could get out, her husband was killed by the resistance movement. But she had arranged her with her four children, ranging from three to 14. They arranged with a smuggler named Reza that they were going to meet somewhere. And this smuggler was going to get them out. It was going to take two weeks of dangerous travel. But this guy promised he could get them out. And of course, they run after her husband's murdered. She takes the kids and they run to the rendezvous point where they're supposed to meet this smuggler. And they meet this guy and he is as gruff and as rough and as cruel as any smuggler risking his life for another buck could be. And he gets them in the back of his little car and he covers them in a sheet and they begin to drive and they're going through checkpoints. And the kids of three to 14 every time they start to get antsy or make a movement or any risk to them being caught, this Reza gruffly tells them, you better keep your mouth shut. Otherwise, I'll throw you out of the car. I'm not tolerating anything. And they get to one checkpoint and the next and the next and they manage to get through. And then they get, turn off the road and they reach these camels that they're going to now ride for days on end, 16 hours a day. And the kids are crying. They want to rest. And every time they start to crumble, this hardened smuggler just turns to them and berates them and yells at them and says, don't, we're not stopping for nothing. Anybody who gets off the camel is being left behind. And he's just tormenting them and abusing them and pushing them and pushing them and pushing them. And this goes on for two weeks. Two weeks of brutal travel. And they're crying. And the kids are wishing for a break. And they're wishing to be let off and get another night's rest. Anything. And this Reza, he won't give nothing. Heartless. Heartless. He drives them on. And they finally get to the last pass that they need to do after two weeks of brutal travel. They have nothing left in them. And they come to the last, last part, which is to cross a rickety, narrow bridge between two mountains. And that will cross them over onto the land of Turkey and they will be free. And the family starts to walk across. And at this point, the kids have nothing left in the tank. And they break down sobbing. And it's frightening to try and cross over this bridge. And they just stop right there and they freeze. And they say, we cannot go another step. It's done. We're done. Orez is not happy with that. And at this point, he pulls out his own gun. And he points it at the family. And he says, anybody who doesn't start walking right now, I will shoot myself. And having absolutely no choice, unwilling to be outright murdered by this smuggler with their last ounces of strength, they push themselves across to the other side and they fall on turkey soil. And they weep and they cry for the two brutal weeks that they went through. And they cry because they cannot believe they are now free. They made it. And they 
tearfully turn to look at the cold-hearted man that nearly killed them. And they see Reza the smuggler is sitting there and he is crying. And his face looks soft and kind, totally different. And he's crying with them. And he says, I am so, so sorry. I'm sorry I pushed you like that. I'm sorry I was so mean. You have to know, I'm not Reza the smuggler. I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew just like you. But I've taken it upon myself to try and save as many Jews as I can. He said, and I've seen from experience that unless I am that strict, unless I push to that level, unless I show that hardened face, nobody makes it through the two grueling weeks to freedom. But I got to save Jews. So for two weeks, I forced myself to act that way so that you can be free. And crying, he walks over and he hugs them. And he tells them, I am so proud of you for making it. You are now Giboyrim. You are mighty Jews. Nobody will be able to stop you. And he reaches into his pocket and he takes out money and he gives it to them so that they could start their life anew. And Rabbi Spiro says something so powerful. We must never forget in these situations who Hashem is, our bitachan, our emuna, our faith and trust in Hashem. Hashem loves us. Hashem is with us. He's our Father. He is our protector. And if ever He has to show us a face that is harder, stricter, it is only because He is pushing us so that we can find the next level of heights that are ours for the taking, so that He could push us to freedom, to a greater future, to the Mashiach, everything we're meant to become, to something greater around the bend. That is the only reason. And when we make it there, Hashem will cry with us and He will say, I'm so proud of you. And you should know I never, I never, ever, ever was trying to hurt you just to bring you to greatness, just to bring you to the new horizon that was waiting. And that's why I pushed you like that. I'm with you. I'm proud of you. And now we can start the next chapter of our life together. And we must remember that. We must never, ever let go of that truth. Hashem is with us and Hashem loves us and He never stops loving us. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.